the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Just getting back from court and the DA's office in Lower Manhattan here on a Thursday evening. Uh, have a big uh, dinner to go to tonight uh, for the judges, basically, of the Southern District of New York Courthouse, where they are honoring a dear friend of mine, uh, the former United States Marshal for that courthouse for the Southern District of New York, Joseph Guccione, who served uh, with distinction. Uh, in the Southern District of New York as the marshal, keeping not only the courthouse safe and all the judges safe, but conducting investigations and, and uh, making arrests and all kinds of uh, all the duties that someone of that stature uh, has to really look after. And you, you have no idea, like when, when federal people uh, come to the city of New York, like the attorney general, Joe Guccione used to, provide the detail to take care of them. Um, I remember he had to have some sort of evaluation by a higher-up federal authority after he was in office. I believe he's the longest-serving United States Marshal in the Southern District of New York, and he got, like, a perfect score. And you know what Joe did after he got the perfect score? (laughs) He retired. He resigned. And he's got another great job now serving the people of the city of New York in a different capacity. So I'm very excited because uh, it's not that often – that you, as a lawyer, you get to rub elbows with the judges uh, of the Southern District of New York in such a um, informal environment. As I spoke to you guys yesterday, I was very formal when I was in the courtroom of a one particular federal judge, which I'm be shocked if I don't see that person tonight, because Joe Guccione, the marshal, was very loved by um, the the judiciary, and I think they, there's going to be a tremendous turnout tonight uh, at the Water Club. Um, I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was saddened when an alert popped up on my phone on the subway um, regarding an FDNY EMS lieutenant who was rendering aid to another person <clears throat> and a mentally ill per, uh, relative of the person who was was receiving the aid um, takes out a knife and stabs an EMS lieutenant several times in the neck, causing the death. It's a 61-year-old who was attacked responding to a call on 20th Avenue near 41st Street in Astoria about 2.30 this afternoon. I'm reading from the Daily News. She was rendering aid to a patient when an emotionally disturbed relative of the patient stabbed her multiple times in the neck. Um... She's a 20-plus-year veteran of the FDNY. 
Do you know, I mean, what this does, is it has a chilling effect on, on all EMS workers, understandably so. So now if they get to a scene before the NYPD to protect them, are they not supposed to render aid? It, it, it complicates things. And when people say, oh, you know, the new administration isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, uh, you know, Giuliani had the city all wrapped up in, in a couple of months. It's a lot more complicated. It's complicated on so many levels. But I will tell you on the, the bright side of things. I just took the subway from Midtown, well, earlier today, but obviously, from Midtown uh, to, down to the courthouse and then back again. Um, on both trips, there was police presence. Um, and, you know, the subway is clean. Um, everyone there it was a, a, uh, acting appropriately. Now, I understand it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon. It's 5 o'clock in the evening or early evening. Uh, but, you know, it was a, it was a ride that was basically... Uh, uneventful as it should be. It was actually on time. I saw some tourists, so I'm going to pat myself on the back for passing it along. Um, but they couldn't figure out the whole Metro card thing. I don't know. The, the wife went through the turnstile. The husband couldn't get through the turnstile. So I just took my iPhone as a big sport and paid for the husband's uh, turnstile uh, ride on the uh, New York City subway. I want people to, to go out there and be an ambassador for New York and say, oh, this nice, bold man, Paid for my <laughs> paid for my ride on the New York City subway. Something that made me very very happy today. <clears throat> excuse me. Something that made me very very happy today when um, Joan texted it to me was that um, Hochul, Governor Hochul, and Lee Zeldin have found common ground on at least one issue, and the issue is that's near and dear to my heart. I'm reading from the New York Times. Hochul, Zeldin find common ground. Columbus Day won't be canceled despite woke push. Uh, This legislation is so woke and so politically fraught that even the sitting Democratic governor and her Republican challenger agree it's going nowhere. Governor Kathy Hochul announced her opposition Wednesday to legislation proposed by left-wing state lawmakers to rename Columbus Day as Indigenous People's Day just hours after Republican nominee Lee Zeldin blasted the idea so i this is definitely one of the topics i am going to speak to the mayor about when he's on the show hopefully next week his uh his the uh his schedule is a little fluid to say the least but um i know in the city council they were trying to make a pass a similar bill i don't think the mayor is going to sign that bill but we're going to ask him that directly i know that the parade is going on on october the 10th on Monday, I know that I received an invitation today from the mayor's office to an Italian-American celebration at City Hall on a Tuesday, October the 11th. I was told to bring all the proud Italian-Americans that I know. Um, so I guess Pelzer's coming. I know Pelzer, right? Everyone thinks she's going to be celebrating Yum Kipper, but somehow or another she says there's some, some Sicilian blood in there somewhere. Um, so that was really good news. I was really happy about that because I thought, we, like, last year uh, I was one of the masters of ceremonies at uh, Columbus Circle leading the charge. I mean, this whole thing is just so ridiculous. It's interesting because my friend Eric today, <clears throat> I was lamenting <clears throat> about them taking down the statue in front of the National, the Museum of Natural History of the President of the United States, Theodore Roosevelt, and I believe an African-American man and an Indian man next to him. And the funny part is, if it was just a statue of Theodore Roosevelt, the statue would still be there. 
But because they also honored a person of color and they also honored an American Indian, that's what made this Tim take the statue down. That doesn't think about it because they did the right thing and honoring two other ethnic groups that helped form this nation. The statue's gone. If they didn't do that and they just put a picture of the president of the United States up there, it would still be there. All right. I'm sorry. A monument of the president of the United States. Does that make a lot of sense? Just think about that for a second. Um, and he was the president of the United States. Don't we usually hold the president of the United States up a little higher? When I was in federal court yesterday, you know where the judge sat? About 10 feet higher than everyone else in the courtroom. That's just the way it is, folks. Just, you know, just live with it. Um, the fact that they're rewriting history and uh, on so many different levels. Look, it's one thing to add facts to history. Um, so if you want to talk about Columbus's warts, that's fine. If you want to talk about Martin Luther King Jr.'s warts, that's fine. If you want to talk about Abraham Lincoln's issues, you want to talk about George Washington issues, that's fine. It's, there's, there's no issues with that. But don't eliminate them. Don't destroy them. Don't say, oh, we're – and look, I'm going to beat a dead horse for the whole month of October. And I apologize. I'll try to minimize it. But I'm just happy that at least the governor, the sitting governor, and then whoever and, – and there's only two people running for governor. So a year from now, one of these two people are going to be the governor of the state of New York. And both of them have said that Columbus Day is not going anywhere. Governor Hochul has said she looks forward to marching in the parade. So that's a good thing. No one should be canceled. We should be adding things, not taking them away. Um, and last but not least, Florida. Uh, you know, people call Florida the sixth borough of the city of New York. There's so many New Yorkers down there. Our very own Jerry Crowley is down there right now. <clears throat> I don't know. Last I heard, he had no lights. My buddy Victor's down there, all in that area. It's all on the, the West Coast, the Gulf Coast. My friends in Miami are on the, on the, on the East Coast. I think they experienced some rain, but nothing like what Victor said when he said there's a he was the tree is leaning on my house uh it didn't crash into my house so that's a very good thing um let's go back to crime before we wrap up we're going to have Brian Sullivan he is the Nassau County Sheriff's um union uh official um there's there was a bad episode that happened in Nassau County um and they're blaming state legislation on it and we're going to have Brian Sullivan coming on to talk about that we're going to talk a little bit uh, uh, towards the end of the show about um, what's going on in Broadway this weekend and this big festival, Curtain Up or whatever it's called, but we'll, we'll make sure I think that's it, Curtain's Up. Okay, I got the thumbs up from Jody. But most importantly, what I'm really excited about is my friend and fellow friar, Turner Sparks is here. Um, they're releasing his uh, CD, Double Happiness. Um, I was there for filming some of this. I, it was really funny. I'm not saying that because he's sitting here. I'm not saying it because he's a friar. I'm not saying it because he's my buddy. I mean, I was, there were skits that he did. I was really, really, I had tears in my eyes laughing. So we're going to talk to Turner about what it's like to be a comedian and then the stage fright and when you crack the joke and there's silence on the other end. Um, so don't go away. We'll be right back. So even though we're talking about Turner Sparks and comedy, something that is not a laughing matter um, uh, is your will, your trust, your estate, your living will, your power of attorney. That's nothing to joke about. And the people who address those issues are the lawyers at Connors and Sullivan. Now, you've heard me talk about those issues, your will and a living will and a power of attorney over and over again. But the law in New York is going to change on January 1st 
regarding home care benefits and whether you're entitled to home care benefits under this new law. And here's the thing. They are going to go back starting January 1st. If you apply January 1st or later, they're going to go back 30 months and look at all your bank accounts and how you handled your money and what you did with your money to determine whether you're entitled to these home care benefits. But if you get in your application before January 1st, that would be December 31st, then you will not be subjected to that 30-month look-back period. So the time to plan is now. Connors and Sullivan Attorneys in Law are specializing in this area and can help you get in under that deadline. But you must start the process as soon as possible before the start of December to complete the application process by the end of the year. So call Connors and Sullivan today. Don't delay. It's 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. So AM970 The Answer just had their annual client cruise, and what a great event it was. I'm telling you from personal experience, it's an amazing time because they always charter the Atlantis yacht with Captain Fred at New York Cruises. Captain Fred and the New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. If you're looking to wow your corporate guests, clients, or employees, there's no other way to go than with New York Cruises for an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Picturesque New York City skyline views, a gourmet food and bar menu what's not to love whether you're planning a corporate event a wedding engagement party bar mitzvah birthday retirement party or anniversary celebration impress your guests with a first class experience aboard the atlantis call 212-633-1231 and see how captain fred and his first class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day call 212-633-1231 or visit new york cruises Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Eight eight. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love as a man insane. You broke my wind, but what a thrill! Goodness, you wreck it, you quit and balls of fire. Well, on a Thursday afternoon, you guys should be dancing. There's only one more day left. And um, then you're going to have a weekend. I don't know. It may be a rainy weekend, and that stinks for us here in uh, uh, in the Brooklyn crew because in Bay Ridge on 3rd Avenue on, on Saturday is the Ragamuffin Parade where all the kids get dressed up. And on Sunday is the uh, 3rd Avenue Festival where they shut down all of 3rd Avenue and all the vendors come in, and we all kind of walk around and have a drink. And I have a little rehearsal on Sunday, although that will be indoors. We'll talk about that later because that's going to be a big fun event for us. Um, but let's face it, everyone is talking about crime, 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 whether we like it or not, whether we get sick of it or not. And when it affects you, then you're not going to get sick of the topic. And, you know, we focus on the city a lot, but a lot of our listeners are are Nassau and Suffolk County residents. So Joan was smart enough and nice enough to get us the Nassau County Sheriff's Correction Officers Benevolent Association President Brian Sullivan to come on the line to talk about 
some of the issues and some real issues that are that are physically uh, uh, assaulting some of the his members and and what the cause of them is what the cause of these issues are so mr sullivan how are you it's arthur idala i appreciate you having me on this afternoon arthur i really appreciate the time i'm doing okay well, I, I really want you to, you know, we have a we have a big listening audience, and uh, th- our signal goes all the way out to not quite Riverhead, but you know, we're all in Nassau County, so that's you. Tell tell the folks what happened to your the member of your, of your department, and uh, what you guys are, you know, where where you're, where you're p- placing the blame right now. Well, one thing that goes on here is we've been talking about bail reform a lot for the last couple of years, ever since the uh, the legislature changed in Albany in 2019. Uh, myself and, and uh, the, the police commissioner out here, several other people, we've been addressing a lot of local groups on bail reform, how this is, it's, it's made this, the streets less safe, all of the stuff that goes along with that. And we see that on the news every night. Um, but one thing that does not get the same amount of attention, and, and I'm glad that you had me on today, and I know you've spoken to Benny Basio in the city, is a law called HALT, H-A-L-T. Uh, that refers to humane alternatives to long-term solitary confinement. The name in and of itself is a complete fabrication because the, the last thing that it is is humane. And the, secondly, we don't have solitary confinement in New York State. The people that support this, all of the, uh, the progressives in Albany and the progressives in the city, would have everyone believe that it's it's uh, some 1930s prison where, where, where inmates prisoners are thrown into dungeons. There's no natural light. You're fed bread and water every day, and you're not allowed out. You don't see any sunshine. It's a complete fabrication. What we have in New York State jails and prisons is uh, administrative segregation. Seg- administrative and punitive segregation is basically jail within jail, uh, you commit a crime out in the streets, you know, like, like we keep talking about with bail reform, you get arrested. You do a, a rape, a robbery, a murder, uh, assault, anything like that, you go to jail. If you do those same crimes in jail, uh, you commit a murder, you, you commit an assault, you're a gangbanger, and you're, you're slicing somebody up with a weapon that you obtain or make, and you get put into administrative segregation. It separates you from the general population of the jail. What these, what this law aims to do and has done is taken away our ability to separate dangerous and violent predators from the general population of, of inmates. You have, you know, now since we have bail reform, most of that are in our jails, the inmates, are in for more heavy-duty charges. You know, right. you don't have... Brian, let me, let me just interrupt you, because I just want to make sure folks who are listening know who they're listening to. This is... We're very lucky to have Brian Sullivan on our airwaves. He's the Nassau Correction Officers Benevolent Association president, and he's talking about the state of affairs in, in within the correctional facilities and how it's affecting uh, the members of the uh, Correction Officers Union. <clears throat> I'm sorry to interrupt you, Brian, but I just... you You were... You're doing great. I just want to make sure people know the authority of which, with which you speak. That's okay. I, re- I really appreciate uh, you doing that for me. I do. Um, what this what this boils down to is is going this this whole legislation took effect in April of this year, this past April, and what we've seen happen since April is at least double the incidence of violence in all all of our jails, particularly in the state jails. But speaking for my my experience in Nassau County, uh, when you have a, a violent incident where inmates have to be separated from each other or, or you have to disarm an inmate that has a weapon, 
or you have to stop them from, from trying to kill or injure another inmate. We call that a use of force. It's, it's a, staff's, uh, a staff's necessity to use force on an inmate to stop their actions. What we've seen is, a, is our uses of force and, and reportable incidents have doubled since HALT came into effect. And there's, there's no denying that it is a direct result of this HALT legislation. Now, we've been, we've been talking about uh, HALT going back, believe it or not, it, it actually started in about 2013 up in Albany, but the progressives didn't have the power that they do now. And it, it was basically something that, was, that kept getting pushed aside, pushed aside, pushed aside as something that was completely insane. Why would anybody think about doing something like that, just like bail reform and discovery reform? But then in 2019, when the, when the whole legislature turned over, these issues just came up and they were pushed through the legislature with no public hearings, no, uh, uh, you know, no ability for the stakeholders to get up and speak and, and try to convince people that how dangerous these, these uh, issues are. They were put through in the state budget process. You know, HALT was put through just like bail reform and discovery in the budget process, so you, you were not able to stand in front of the legislature and speak the opposition to this and show how dangerous it is. And to listen to the people that support this, the Julia Salazar's, the Jessica Ramos's, it, it's, it's complete fantasy land that any of this stuff is actually working. So we, let, let me ask something. Right now, right now, if they... Uh an inmate who's in there on a very serious crime, whatever they call him, a detainee who's in there on a very serious crime already, you know, attempted murder or rape or something like that. If he attacks someone and commits another serious felony uh, within the jail cell and he's a danger to other prisoners, what authority does the, the correction officers have to take at this point? What we had prior to halt is you would immediately remove them from the area. We would place someone particularly who is violent in what we called our behavior modification unit, the BMU. They would be separated from the general population, but they would be in a, in a cell that was pretty much the same as the one they were in before, only with more restrictions. They had access to natural light. They had access to recreation periods. They had more access to uh, mental health, medical, and, uh, and law libraries, things like that. After halt. The first thing that the that the, the now former sheriff, the, the guy left, after Holt, the first thing they did was blame Holt to, uh, and, they, and they closed the BMU. So now we had no ability to separate or segregate these violent predators. And basically what happens now, and just like what happened to our officer uh, a couple of weeks ago, is you have somebody commit a violent act in one of these dormitories, and they move him to another dormitory, but he cannot be placed in pretrial segregation, which, which means he's allowed out uh, between six and eight hours a day, where previously it was two hours and it was more controlled uh, by us. We could separate them in, in smaller groups. But now they have to be allowed out six to eight hours a day in a new housing area, basically where he has a new set of prey that, that he, can, he can do these. So all you're basically doing is moving the problem from one place to another place, but you're not really doing anything to correct the problem. You're not doing anything to correct the problem at all. You're, you're, taking, the, you're taking the problem from dorm A and you're putting him in dorm B. And then when they do have the hearing, a disciplinary hearing, the maximum amount of time that you can separate an inmate is 15 days. 
where prior it was it was reviewable every seven days, but you could lock you could separate them and segregate them for thirty days at a clip. So now. And- we're talking. We're talking to Brian Sullivan. He's the uh, the Nassau County Correction Officers Benevolent Association president about the state of affairs. What, what is there? Is there anything that we? I feel like I'm silly asking you this question because it's the same question I ask people about bail reform. Is there anything that we could do to to fix this? To change this? To help you guys? To because what people aren't understanding is uh, the, the legislators they put this thing in there, and yet more people are getting hurt. Since they instituted, they instituted this like like twice as many people are getting hurt. Now, it's not like from 100 to 200. It's more like from 15 to 30. But if you're one of those extra 15 people who are now getting hurt or wasn't getting hurt before, it's a big difference. So is there anything we could do besides, you know, go into the voting booth? The there what what we need, especially the halt, is because it's behind the walls of correctional facilities and, and a lot of municipalities and the people don't want to know what goes on in jail. They just know the jail's there. They don't, they don't want to know what goes on inside. What we need to do is, is have a public information campaign and just keep proving to the public and proving to the, to the politicians that this entire endeavor is a fraud. Fault is, is a fraud. It does not make jails safer. It does not make uh, inmates in our jails safer. It does not provide more uh, more services and more and more things for the inmates. It provides less. All it does, just like bail reform, is make the, the jails less safe, more violent. It, it's, it's completely at the at the beck and call of the predatory inmates in our jail, just like bail reform is. And when you have the Julius Salazar's of the world telling you that it works, it's making everything more uh, making everything more safe, and, and it provides better for people in jail. It's a complete lie. They, they have blinders on and their hands are over their ears. They don't want to listen to the stakeholders that run jails every day. We, we actually went to, to Albany in March. My, I, I belong to a downstate correction coalition, Nassau, Suffolk, Westchester, New York City, and New York State Corrections. We formed a, a, represent, a, a group that represents about 50,000 correction officers in New York State. We tried to sit down with Julia Salazar, the senator, uh, who was the sponsor of HALT, and say, listen, at the very least, you have to delay the implementation of HALT because several things that go along with this law are just not able to be implemented. They were supposed to provide state money to, to have residential rehabilitation units built. They were supposed to provide training. They were supposed to give our officers training. They're supposed to, to have a different areas that you could separate them, even though you're letting them out for more time. That was all thrown out. That was all completely thrown out. There's no money. There's no anything. Julia Salazar would not even meet with us. We 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 well. That's that's that is that's a dereliction of her duty. The fact that she won't sit there and hear you out is ridiculous. Brian, I'm, I apologize, but we've run out of time. But just know, I know you have uh, my producer Jones' uh, contact information. Anything you need, you want to get your message out. You want to talk to uh, all of our listeners. As I said, we have a big fan base in Nassau County. You please don't hesitate to call. We're we're here to help you guys. I am. I'm sending one of my lawyers to Rikers Island tomorrow to meet with two people. I've been there more times than I can count. Uh, I've been in Nassau. I've been in Suffolk. <clears throat> Guys have a really tough job and I appreciate all you do. So best of luck and keep fighting the fight. We got you back, Brian. Thank you very much, Arthur. I appreciate the time. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, folks. Listen to the music by Alex Garrett. Today, 
Thursday, September 29th, one of the court parts was down. And I, you know, so I went there, I said, why is it down? I said, did someone have COVID or there was something going on in the courtroom? You know what the answer was? It's the truth. There's no court reporter. There are not enough court reporters. Well, here on the Author Idala Power Hour, we are providing you the information that if you want a job, there are obviously jobs out there. It's not like they're saying we don't have the money for the court reporters. It's just not enough of uh, not enough out there because they are in such demand. Where are you going to go? It's very simple. Plaza College Court Reporting. Um, the court systems, schools, television stations, they're all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. You don't have to leave your house. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. And take it from me, folks, there's obviously a demand for this these professionals. So if you're looking for a career change, take advantage of it and go on info at plazacollege.edu and sign up for this free A to Z program. All right, it's legal night tonight on Radio Night Live. That means the very best minds talking about the very biggest issues. So will you join us tonight at 7? Kevin McCullough, Imran Ansari, and friends tonight on Radio Night Live. Have you ever had a legal question about elder law or state law? Every Wednesday night during Kevin McCullough's show, you'll hear from Mike Connors himself of Connors & Sullivan, Attorneys at Law, answering real listener questions. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer, and Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570 The Mission. A journey to Israel this November will impact you forever. Join Sebastian Gorka, Dinesh D'Souza, and our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, for 10 life-changing days. Register today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flex Flexibility of third row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. So now I'm really excited. I mean, I've been excited the whole show. That was some serious stuff talking about correction officers getting injured. Um, but let's move on. Let's move on to comedy. Um, Turner Sparks is a young man who I met uh, in my capacity as the dean of the Friars Club. And, you know, you meet a guy, uh, he's like a milquetoast, whitey, white dude. Like, you know, it's, you know, it's like, okay, okay, some comedian this guy is, right? And, oh, no, he's funny. He's a good guy. But I never saw him perform. But I will tell you, he was a great friar. He was enthusiastic. He um, he, he participated. But, you know, oh, yeah, okay, he's, he's real funny. Um, 
what I did find funny was when I was chatting with him, um, and this is funny. You know what this guy did for like 10 years from 06 to 16? He went to China. Now, people go to China for various reasons and, and do things that, you know, maybe like extremely important. Turner Sparks went to China. You ready for this? To run a franchise. No, no, not not like a, a, a franchise that produces stuff that we use all the time, like chairs or clothes or <laughs> automobile parts or, or parts for, like, for the microphone. No, no. <clears throat> you ready? He ran a Mr. Softy ice cream truck franchise in China. Turner, what was that like? This was important work I was doing. According to there. whom? According to the uh, the customers, with thousands and hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of customers. Was, they he, were, was it good, Mr. Softy? They were delighted and excited. Was yes. It, was it the same Mr. Softy that we get right here? It was. Right uh, now. Yes, it was. It was. But we added. So we had the American menu, like the banana splits, the dip cones, the milkshakes. Plus, we added green tea ice cream, red bean and rice ah, cake ice cream. Okay. Kiwi. It was the franchise. So it was my, I, I went to college with the grandson of the founder, University of Miami. I met him at college. I moved to China to teach English for a year because that was the other option was like get a job. And I was like, come on, you know. Why China? Why not El Salvador? Or- uh, yeah. China, because I wanted to learn Chinese. And Why did you want to learn Chinese? You I thought don't the girls know. Was, you thought the girls were hot? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, yes. Okay. We've now gotten to the root of it. Yeah, yeah it was the women. Uh, and I got married. It worked. I know. I yeah. Got so I married a Chinese woman. Uh, but I didn't know I would stay 12 years. I thought, you know, one year in, get, let's go home, you know. Party's over. But I opened Mr. Softy ice cream truck franchise. We ended up building 10 trucks, two stores. Now, this was all based on your relationship with the kid from college? The initial thing was. Right. I mean, it wasn't like you were like, listen, Mom, I just graduated college. I have a great idea. I'm going to go to China and sell ice cream. No, it was like, here's why I went to China, because everybody else was coming out of college and getting a job. And all you needed to do was do something so that when your parents went to a cocktail party, they could brag about you. Right. Well, you know what I did? What did you do? I went to law school. Exactly. I didn't really want to go work, so I went to law school. So but he, you went to go sell ice cream in China. Well, I went to China. I had right. no plan. You didn't, have the, you didn't have the, the, the ice cream plan. Not at all. Okay. It was literally just so when my parents were at a party and one person said, well, my son's in law school. Well, my son's a dentist. Well, my son's in China. They didn't even say okay. a profession. They I got you. So comedian Turner Sparks, when you went to China, was comedy in your world at that point? No, not at all. You just so it wasn't I like oh, to go, it's going to be like a joke. I'll go to China. I I read somewhere on the internet that you could teach English and you didn't have to have any skills or even speak Chinese. And I was like, you know what? Perfect for me. I have now, no where did skills. You go, where'd you go in China? Uh, kind of a big place. Suzhou, which is... Ah, uh, uh, Suzhou. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. No, no, yeah, me, Alex, Sambolino, we're all bouncing <laughs> around Suzhou it's yeah, a, on a regular basis. It's a yeah. small village of 10 million people. Great, great dumplings at Suzhou. They do. Oh, yeah, no, I'm... I'm, I'm yeah. yeah, you know. Knock your socks off. It's uh, the Venice of the East. They have a leaning pagoda instead of a leaning tower. Yes, uh, uh, that would be Pisa, but you could call it Venice if you want. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. Venice is the one with the water and the boats, and Pisa is the one with the tower that leans. Happy Columbus Day, everybody. Yeah, hey, happy wife, happy life. But you can't go. And so you go. No, it had canals. That was the Venice. Ah, okay. okay. It's it's built on. Leaning with canals. AKA a swamp, but we'll call them canals. Okay, okay. Um, So let's talk about you get over the ice cream phase. When did the the comedy thing come in? Oh, your life just turned into a comedy, and you decided to tell people. I needed an outlet. Yeah. What happened was I was drunk at a bar one night in 2009 in Suzhou. My friend... So this wait, is wait, wait, wait. Were you at Murphy's or Walker's? Which bar? It was called the Drunken Clam. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, you, re- you uh, resemble that remark. Uh, it was a real... I was blacked out of my mind drunk. Okay. And the bartender slash owner was this guy from California who just moved there and opened this bar. And he... I said... I was talking about how much they love stand-up comedy. Me and this, like, two other drunk guys. And we wanted to do comedy, but we didn't have the guts to do it. And he said, if you guys will do it... It. Uh, in a month, I'll build the stage tomorrow in this bar. You have to do it in this bar. And we were hammered. We're like, yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. The next day at noon, he called us. And because it's China, he goes, the stage is in. The lighting's all in. You guys are on in three weeks. I've already put the marketing out. So we were, so we, we were now, back into on, a back wall. Up. Like, what do you mean because it's China, the stage is built in three hours? Because they could build, they could do renovations. Like, you don't. Are they, no are, no, are they known for being like carpenters, the Chinese? Well, they're quick. Everything's fast. Everything's fast. You can okay. work 24 hours a day. There's no permits. No permits. You can hire. You can call a crew at midnight, and they'll be there in an hour. I got to go back to the Mr. Softy thing. How much did a Mr. Softy cone cost in Sochi? In Suzhou. Thank you. Good good try. Good try. It was Sochi is where the Olympics were in Korea. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah. It was Uh, on my tongue. It costed six RMB, which like a dollar and ten cents for a basic cone. And then the banana split was like four dollars. Okay. But we were selling probably three to five thousand a day. A day. On each truck. On each truck. Each truck. Oh, so yeah. you were you were doing we did all right. Well, huh? Yeah. Okay. So now you got three weeks to become a comedian. So now I got three weeks to become a comedian. I also needed other people because one of the drunk guys backed out. So it's just me and this one other drunk guy. And then we both asked our roommates to do it with us. And then so the four of us did it. Ten minutes each, whatever. We didn't. Even, there was no time limit. We just went up there, just wrote as many jokes as I could think of. The first time I did it, killed. And it was it was packed bar. Now killed according to whose definition of killed? A kill according like four Chinese guys drunk out of their mind, and they just no, looked at a skinny packed. white kid up there laughing. Or? Here's the other thing: it was a lot of them, like Americans, British, Europeans, Russians, Germans, anyone from Italians, anyone who spoke English plus Chinese people who spoke English were there. There's nothing else to do in this town. Think of you haven't had a sink. The carnival hasn't come through in a decade. Okay, I got you. And then you hear so you're the equivalent of the carnival. We're the carnival. We're the that that that. Da, 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 da. Okay, comes turn so the bearded lady's coming, right? And you know him. It's, so it's more of a spectacle. It's like, hey, this idiot I know is going to try and tell jokes. Let's go. So their um, standard was zero. They thought it was going to be. So anything better than just absolute failure, absolute bombing, was so surprising to them that they laughed, you know? Okay, well, so but they, I, I, I will tell you, when I walked into the Friars. Yeah. Um, because you were performing, you were recording there. Yes. Uh, you know, I, as I said, I did not have high expectations. Now, why is this? I I've been a comedian for a decade. But you're not like point. a funny guy. I mean, you yeah. Know, I mean, like you know, when I'm hanging out with you, yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about like should we change the light bulbs at the Friars Club? Well, we're you talking really, business at the yeah, Friars Club, right? Exactly. We're you're like Judge Cammons over here. I'm talking business to him all the time. He's always inserting little com- comedic relief. But I uh, I do. Uh, participate every year. This year I'm doing it on Octo- October the 9th in apple picking. 
Yes. So when I walked into your performance, uh, I walked in in the middle. I apologize. Uh, I, I heard what Alex is about to play right now. Alex, go for it. Apple picking is an activity that you pay someone to do that you would not do if they paid you. <laughs> There is no chance if a guy was like, hey, um, I have a field. (laughs) It's three or four and a half hours away from here. If you want to come out one day when it's really hot, I will pay you $6.75 an hour to pick the fruit. I would be like, no. That's the worst deal I've ever heard of in my life. Education, sir, I got options. He's like, okay, 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 new deal. You pay me $35. And you do the exact same thing. And I was like, okay, yes, now we're negotiating. This is business. This is how it works. So here's the deal. Thank you, Alex. I, the reason why I was on my knee laughing when I heard that, because I kind of walked in, I think, right around this part, yeah. is we do, we're do we doing this October 9th. And I never thought of it the way you just put it out there. But it's hilarious because, like, this is someone's job, and they give you this bag, and it's now it's no more 35 bucks. I think it's 50 bucks for the bag. Yeah, this is a few years ago. And, the, and the bag is heavy, yeah. you know, and, like, <laughs> yeah. and you're walking far away, and there's sometimes in October when it's really hot, and I'm like, this is nuts. I'm paying someone else to do their job. And, I mean, and a lot of your comedy is a lot of that the the obvious things that are in front of us that yeah. we don't realize are comical. Yeah, and then you get home, and then you have like 11 pounds of apples, because you're, if you're going to Pennsylvania or wherever it is, you're not going to go buy like three apples. It's not you like fill up the bag. It's 50 bucks. Then you fill up the bag. It's like, yes, and you're eating apples for a long time. You know what I did? This what? is nuts. This is, should be in your skin. What'd you do? I went out and bought a juicer. Well, you got to do something. After I bought yeah. after I got like, what am I going to do? I go, so I went out and I bought the juicer, and then I started making apple juice. You have to do something with it, or else because you're in a race against time now. They're so all going to rot. Tell me your tell me your procedure of coming up. Uh, this album you have out called Turn of Sparks, Double Happiness. You have 15 different cuts on it. So like, how does this come to be? Not I know, I know you taped it in the Friars Club, but yeah. where do you get this material from? You just it's walk all around real all day? Life. I mean, right. I, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to re- release in a month or two the video of this, and at the ending credits, I'll have the actual pictures, the still shot pictures from doing all these activities. So I did, like, there's a bit about how I, during the pandemic, uh, we couldn't do comedy for a year, so I taught English on the internet to Chinese kids in China for cash, and what I learned teaching English is that I don't know English. Right. And then it's it, but it's real. It's all. I mean, I got asked to speak at a high school career day early in the pandemic when I while I was on unemployment. <laughs> and that was the kid. I mean, that's real. And I didn't realize it was funny till like three months later. I'm like, I know that I the high school career day thing's funny. What's funny about it? And it struck me like, wait a second. I was on that pandemic assistant. You know that money at right. the time. PPP like, thing. Whatever. Well, this was. country's out of options. If it's all the way down to me, you know, you got to take your money out of the stock market. So if people want to hear you or hear this disc or whatever. How do we doing this? So you go iTunes. It comes out tonight at midnight. Oh, breaking news on the Authorized Dollar Power Hour. Look at that. September 
30th, so tonight's the 29th, but you can pre-order it now. That's important because the more pre-orders I get on iTunes specifically, the higher it'll debut in the iTunes charts. Last time we debuted at number two because Jim Gaffigan put an album out the same week. He's, the new, he's not allowed in the Friars Club. Okay, uh, whatever you say. Specifically, because but no. Th- so this time we're hoping to get to number one. So pre-order on iTunes, or if you want a signed CD, go to turnersparks.com. I'll sign it personalized to you and mail it you to do, you. Um, you did a whole skit about your in-laws, right? You were oh, Chinese? Yeah. yeah, my Chinese. So they speak, I speak Mandarin Chinese. My wife speaks Mandarin. They speak Mandarin. But they also, they're from the city Suzhou. So they also speak Suzhou dialect. At, which is its own language. It's a full other language. So that means when I go visit, I speak English. They speak, I mean, sorry, I speak Mandarin. They speak Mandarin. But when I visit them, they don't. They switch <laughs> to Suzhou dialect when they hear me coming, you know. Just to, just to, you don't know what the heck they're saying. All it now. So they're like, oh, ni hao, oh, ni hao, dreda, oh, ming tian, woman, chu, shima, di, fan, oh, boy, it's a turner, Lila. Ha, ha, ha. ha. <laughs> I'm like, I heard my name. I heard me. The go on the Apple iTunes Turn the sparks, double happiness. Anything I need to tell everyone besides that? Also, I have a monthly show at the Friars Club. Stand-up show. Next one is when? November 1? November 1st. Comedy after it. Karaoke with all the comedians in the in the bar. All right. I want to thank Turn the Sparks for jumping on the show. Um, we got another little segment coming up, so don't go anywhere. But um, it was great having you here, buddy. Anytime. Thank you. Looking forward to listening to the whole album. We'll be right back. Don't go. Bye. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't, I guess they won't, I guess they front. That's why I know my life is out of luck, fool. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. So AM 970 The Answer just had their annual client cruise, and what a great event it was. I'm telling you from personal experience, it's an amazing time because they always charter the Atlantis yacht with Captain Fred at New York Cruises. Captain Fred and the New York Cruises staff go a Above and beyond with every detail. If you're looking to wow your corporate guests, clients, or employees, there's no other way to go than with New York Cruises for an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Picturesque New York City skyline views, a gourmet food and bar menu. What's not to love? Whether you're planning a corporate event, a wedding, engagement party, bar mitzvah, birthday, retirement party, or anniversary celebration, impress your guests with a first-class experience aboard the Atlantis. Call 212 6 Three three one two three one, and see how Captain Fred and his first class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. Call two one two six three three one two three one, or visit NewYorkCruises.com. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle. When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. 
Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. 800-673-2345. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know? The average garage door is made up of 1.3 millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know? Your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know? A runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Broadway, it's actually Broadway Musical Day, according to the national holiday of days of days. It's also like crazy other days, but we're just going to focus on the Broadway Musical Days because on the phone, we have Brian Campione, who is the creative director of Playbill. Yes, that famous Playbill little magazine that you get every time you go to the theater. And we spoke a little bit about it yesterday, but we want to talk a little bit more about it today and encourage people to go to Curtain Up, the Broadway festival that's going on this whole weekend in Times Square. Brian, welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Arthur, it's really wonderful to meet you. Thanks for having me. Well, give me a little commercial on uh, what's going on this weekend, and let's encourage some people to get out there. Absolutely. Well, it's rain or shine, first and foremost, but for three days, we are taking over three blocks of Times Square with different interactive events. We have over 15 live concerts and events beginning tomorrow, and there's different places for uh, families to have a really good time. I mean, we have a wonderful face painting and makeup installation that's being done by Audible Theater. People can walk the red carpet with Wagoneer and their vehicles. We also have Prudential, who's our title sponsor, who has tons of amazing interactive experiences for people to um, take part in, whether it's from your phone or whether it's in front of a screen. Uh, I think the biggest thing that's the most important is that we are about Broadway and all about the live show. And there are two different stages that are in Times Square. We have our main stage that has the kickoff event that starts tomorrow. There's the big Broadway block party with Broadway performers singing. Saturday, Elvin Ailey's doing a morning warm-up. Real quick, though, but Brian, just tell us on Friday, on Friday, give me some times. What time are things kicking off on Friday? Everything kicks off at 2 o'clock on the main stage, and the main stage is right in Father Duffy Square. That's 7th Avenue between 46th and 47th Street. Norm Lewis, Brittany Johnson from Wicked, Carrie Butler from Beetlejuice, they're all going to be performing alongside a lot of great speakers, and there might be a confetti moment as well. Tomorrow. And that's it, it's, and that, those those singers because I know a bunch of those. I spoke about it yesterday. They're going to be performing tomorrow. They're going to be performing tomorrow during the kickoff. We have James Sampliner playing the piano. He's an amazing music director. And Norm, as everyone knows, he's not only the first black dancer in the opera that was in Phantom, but Brittany Johnson is the current Glinda in Wicked, and people know Terry Butler because she is in Beetlejuice right now. Yeah, she's been in a lot of things. So they've all been in a lot of things. Uh, and what's going on Saturday and Sunday, Brian? 
Saturday and Sunday, we have a whole onslaught of amazing programs. The big thing is to think about on Saturday that you may want to come out to 10.30 in the morning. Alvin Ailey is doing a dance workshop. At 1 o'clock, Playbill has the Playbill Game Show Live with Broadway stars Christopher Sieber, Julia Murney, Shereen Simmons-Hall, as well as Nick Rouleau. At 3 o'clock, Jason Gautier. Everyone loves Jason Gautier. He's doing a performance on stage that's brought to you from Audible Theater. And then at 5 o'clock is One Night Only, a benefit concert for the Entertainment Community Fund. We have over 15 performers, including Santino Fontana, Anne Harada, Carolee Carmelo, Corey Mock, Bobby Conti Thornton. It's going to be an amazing concert, rain or shine, and that's from 5 to 6.30 on the main stage. All right. So it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, correct? It is. It is. And if you're more of a night owl on Friday on our Doing Piano stage brought to you from Prudential. We have Curtain Up After Dark presents the golden age of Broadway with a ton of amazing singers that are jazzifying and making incredible performances of Broadway classics that we hold near and dear to our heart. And I'm really excited because on Saturday on that same stage, we have Curtain Up After Dark presents Rockers on Broadway, which benefits the PATH Fund, and some of the biggest rockers that have been in shows like Who's Tommy, Rock of Ages, et cetera, are going to be performing under the, uh, under the setting sun. It's going to be a really wonderful experience. All right. Thank you so much, Brian Campione. He's the creative director of Playbill Magazine. Um, this weekend, if you're anywhere around 7th Avenue and 45th, 46th, 47th, 48th, look for this stage and enjoy uh, what, you, what New York uniquely has to offer. Thank you so much, Brian. Absolutely, and if people want to find it, uh, they can also go online to www.playbill.com slash curtain up, and we have the entire schedule and map and all things right there for people to take a look at from their phones or computers. Okay, thanks so much, Brian. Well, anytime you want to jump on the show, just let us know. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to meet you, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I hope everyone comes out to support Broadway. The show must go on. All right, folks, as they say, that's a wrap. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's show. Tomorrow Tomorrow is Friday. We're going to have a lot of fun on Friday because it'll be fun Fridays. Hopefully we'll do Padre Lou's libation and some other cool stuff. So have a great Thursday night. See you tomorrow. Simply gotta march. My heart's a drama. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. I'm gonna live and live now. Get what I want. I know how. One roll for the whole shebang. One throw that bell. Shot and bam! Hey, Mr. Armstein, here I am. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Hi, this is Arthur from the Arthur Idala Power Hour. I love Times Square. It is one of the reasons I started hosting a Times Square Tuesday segment for news from the crossroads of the world. In collaboration with Tom Harris, president of the Times Square Alliance, we have a special Times Square show on Thursday, October 13th at 6 p.m. I'm going to be live in Times Square. I'm so excited. We will be interviewing several proprietors of the fabulous restaurants in Times Square, which 
which is an international dining destination, and it includes Restaurant Row on 46th Street. Seriously, folks, you could get African, Caribbean, Chinese, French, Indian, Irish, Italian, and Japanese food, to say the least. Don't forget the street meat, whether it's pre or post theater. You're just walking around as a tourist, a late-night snack, lunch. Times Square has so much to offer. So stay tuned for our special show on the Author Idola Power Hour, October the 13th, 6 p.m., live from Times Square, and come hungry. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.